Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Hey, it's Mark Kay, and thanks so much for downloading the Mark Kay Show podcast. Did you know we have a second daily podcast called Mark Kay Saves the Republic? It, too, is available on Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you can download podcasts on the Internet. Do it now. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark Kay for three hours a day. Love it! This is the Marquee Show. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. If you want to get through, you can leave us an open mic message too. Just download any one of the Catriot Radio Network radio stations that broadcast the Marquee Show every single day, noon to 3, 11 to 2 central. Uh, and uh, send us an open mic message. I'd like to kick off today's show with, with something that happened at CPAC yesterday. Man, I would, some, you know, I love where I am and I love being in Florida and we love broadcasting the show to all of our uh, network affiliates every day. Love hanging out with Hannah and Jay and everybody. But sometimes I wish, man, I were at CPAC, especially when Louisiana Senator John Kennedy gets up and says this. I do not hate anyone. I look for grace wherever I can find it. So I say this gently. The Biden administration sucks. Yeah, <laughs> that's the most graceful way. That's the most graceful way you can put that. The Biden administration sucks. It gave me, you know, it gave me a great idea for a remix. Here we go. The Biden administration sucks. Went down to the gas station because I ran out of gas. Here we go. Tried to fill my tank, but I didn't have enough cash. Called up my banker on my cellular phone Said I need some gasoline I'm gonna have to take a loan He said I can't help you And to make matters worse The price to fill your tank Is even more than your car's worth And I said thanks Joe Biden The Biden administration yeah, sucks thanks Joe Biden The Biden administration Looks sucks like I'm walking instead of riding the Biden administration sucks. I love this duet. Ran out of eggs, so I went down to the stove. Walked back to the dairy case, but they didn't have no more. I said to the manager, you think you're going to get some more in? He said, not as long as the president's name is Joe Biden. I walked back home, got a text message from my cousin. He said, I can sell you eggs for only 50 bucks a dozen. And I said, thanks, Joe Biden. The Biden thanks administration Biden. Yeah, sucks. thanks, Joe Biden. The Biden thanks administration Biden. Well, sucks. I got no eggs for frying. Thanks to old Joe Biden. And thanks, John Kennedy, man. You're doing great, buddy. Keep singing. My uncle's in Ohio breathing in toxic gas fumes. Every time I leave my house, I'm being watched by big balloons. Everything's expensive. My paycheck is a joke. Our border's non-existent and our military's woke. The country is imploding. 
nobody even cares And the guy in charge can't even walk up a flight of stairs And I said, thanks Joe Biden The Biden, Biden administration, administration sucks The Biden administration sucks The Biden administration sucks The Biden administration sucks Our country is declining Thanks to old Joe Biden. The Biden administration sucks. Margaret Frazier, I love this show. Me too. I love that John Kennedy. I love he just he just adds that extra spice, that extra flavor. It's like that little Cajun kick in the you know where that this country needs. Eight five five nine four zero Mark is our number. Eight five five nine four zero Mark is our number. Incidentally, if you want to get the original of that song, we don't have the remix up, but the original of that song is available. It's skyrocketing up the charts on uh, iTunes and Spotify and Amazon, wherever you want to get your music. We made it really easy for you. You can go download uh, the Joe Biden Blues. Is what that one's called. The Joe. Biden blues. And you know what? A lot of people are getting bluer and bluer by the day under this administration. And of course, Joe Biden doesn't seem to care. Uh, but you know, it's, it's really interesting because uh, we have a lot of, we have a lot of enemies in this country, not outside this country, but in this country. And that's something that I think people are starting to be aware of. It always used to be, that's the big difference between America now and America before. It used to be we were all worried about the foreign enemies that were going to attack us. But now we've got to look deep inside our own borders because the list of enemies, the people that hate the United States of America and are looking to do it in, they're more so here inside the country. They're actually American citizens, many of them. Many of them elected or appointed government officials. And, uh, and what we've learned really since Donald Trump came to power is that they exist in mass and they work not just in, in secret anymore, not just in the shadows, but they work openly against you and me and anyone else who holds any kind of American idea and ideal, uh, you know, close and near and dear to our heart. They're trying to overtake everything that this country was founded on. And like I said, they used to hide in the shadows, but since Trump was elected, no more. Now they're just out there now they're out there in the open, and, and we'll call them out. In case you're unclear who they are, don't worry. We'll make you a big, long list, and we will, uh, we will, uh, we will announce that here in just a minute. Also, since it's Friday today, we're going um, to do a couple things, a couple cleanup issues from yesterday. We, we want to get to the Merrick Garland clips yesterday that we didn't get to. There were a bunch of them from the Senate, even more so that we've uncovered now that we've been able to go back and watch the entire hearing. And, uh, and Josh Hawley was on a tear. Ted Cruz was on a tear. We'll bring you exactly what happened with this Mark Houck situation because it is it is it is really devastating to a lot of the uh, United States of America. And it's something you should be aware of because if it could happen to him, it could definitely happen to you. Also, we've got some fake news Friday on the way. We have some weekend review trivia, which is exciting. And yesterday, uh, there was big breaking news right around seven o'clock. Right when I was, I told the, uh, I told the crew here. Right when I was sitting down to dinner, my wife and I were having dinner, and just like you know, <laughs> just, just like we, uh, we elderly folk do, we sat down in front of the TV. We had our our plates, and we turned on Wheel of Fortune <laughs> because it was seven, and you know, and that's what Wheel of Fortune's on. Let's go, time for dinner, and uh, we were about to watch, and then of course they broke in with this breaking news uh, update about Alec Murdoch. And how he was, uh, the sentencing, the jury came back within what? It was like one day. It wasn't even a lot. It wasn't even a lot of time. They left one day. They came back later that same day. They said, we're ready. 
Uh, apparently, they had offered them dinner. They said, no, we don't need dinner. <laughs> we'll be home by dinner. We've already come to a conclusion about this guy. And uh, and so live, the jury came out, and they read the verdict. And uh, the guy from South Carolina, the lawyer, Alex Murdoch, hopefully, hopefully we don't need to go too in-depth. But if you haven't been following the story, this is a guy who... I mean, this guy was not just a lawyer. He was the lawyer. He wasn't just a big name. He was the name. His, his family for generations had run the law and order in this particular city in South Carolina, this tiny little town in South Carolina, this quaint little, this, you know, this quaint little utopia, I guess, of, of uh, Southern values. Um, for years, his family had been the legal experts. They'd been the lawyers. They'd been the judicial system. They'd, they, they got favors from everybody. And if anything happened in this uh, little town, he knew about it. And if his kids or anyone else did something bad, they were able to, to basically brush it under the, brush it under the rug. And there's a lot of instances of that happening over the years. Well, this guy apparently now has been found guilty of murdering his wife, and his son to cover up some sort of uh, crime, you know, some kind of uh, financial schemes that he had going with the law uh, agency that his his great grandfather founded, and of course, you know, the insurance companies that he was he was making claims from, and, and apparently there was some, you know, opioid use and whatever else. But the jury came back in record time, and they said you're guilty two times. Um, and of course, uh, this morning they sentenced him to two consecutive life sentences so just that's the big i mean that's big that's a story that's been just raging through uh you know the, the news programs and whatnot netflix did a big special about it my wife and i were watching that uh, you know to, to bring us up to speed and now this guy's going to spend the rest of his life uh the rest of his life behind bars because he shot his wife and his son and also used two different guns which was the interesting thing the son was shot at point blank range with a shotgun twice, Whoa. but the wife was killed with an AR-15, and uh, and that was very interesting. Apparently, both guns that he owned, but it was very interesting. I don't know why he changed weapons or if one was running and he needed something long range. We didn't really get to the whole bottom of that, uh, but that is the case. He will be going away for a very interesting thing, though. I don't know if you, you ever do this. You ever go on the Netflix and you watch something and then you stop watching it and then the next time you go on Netflix, it'll say, would you like to continue watching this? Yes. That, the other, like a month ago, I don't know what happened. My wife and I, we turned on Hulu to watch some Hulu show. Right. And it said, would you like to continue watching the real life story of Playboy's Hugh Hefner or something, or there was some Hulu show. It was like a documentary about the Playboy Mansion and Hugh Hefner. Whoa. And it was called like Playboy Buddies, whatever. And my wife said, whoa, when were you watching that? Because it said continue watching. Like you have 48 yeah. minutes where I go, I wasn't watching that. She goes, well, I wasn't watching that. So we called the kids in and we were like, kids, were you watching? Do you have something to tell us? The real life of you know, Playboy Buddies and Hugh Hefner. They're like, absolutely not. Ooh, gross. We were watching The Loud House or whatever in the other room. So my wife goes, well, clearly you were watching it. And I said, I never, I would tell you. I mean, I would tell you, hey, I'm watching this thing. Um, so I can't figure out who was on my account watching the real life of Hugh Hefner. Okay, I have a thought. Yeah. Okay, so sometimes, here's the thing. I can't turn my brain off at night. So mm -hmm. next to me, I have my phone like on very, very, very low volume. Yeah. Playing Bob's Burgers. Okay. Because um, I'm a child. Uh, anyway. <laughs> but uh, sometimes if it gets to the end of the show. Yeah. 
uh, like the the very end, like all the episodes are done, then it'll just start playing a new random show. Start playing a new random show. Yeah. So I don't know if you ever fall asleep with Hulu on, but sometimes no, I don't. I, do that. I don't do that at all. I turn everything off. I lock the alarm like an adult. You know. I, okay. Well, I can't sleep. I turn off the lights and I get in bed and I say goodnight and I you know set my alarm so I'm responsible. I don't I don't sleep to Bob's Burgers. Okay. On my phone. But that's an interesting, if I ever have trouble sleeping, I'll try that. You know what I did think of is we went to like an Airbnb uh, over <gasps> Christmas break. Yes. And I, I think maybe what happened was maybe I signed into my Hulu account there. Right. And never signed out of it. So after we left, some like perv signed into the, like moved into the Airbnb, <laughs> turned on the TV and started watching on my account. It's very possible. That That's the only thing I could think of. That happened with me. That happened with you? Yeah. Yeah? I, I signed in uh, my Spotify account. Yeah. Into, uh, you know, a house that we stayed at. And about two weeks later, all of a sudden I was listening to something and then it turned to like some techno that I'd never listened to techno. <laughs> and I was like, what is EDM. going on? Oh yeah, sure. So J then I cut it off and then it came back on and I was like, uh-uh. Wow. We're not playing this game. Jay wants us to believe he doesn't listen to electronic dance music in I his spare time. I don't feel like he does. Oh my God, I must have... <laughs> I don't know how this electronic that is great. I don't. I may never get to the bottom of it, but uh, but hopefully, hopefully, you know, they won't be watching anything else tawdry on my Hulu account. Eight five five nine four zero Mark is our number. Eight five five nine four zero six two seven five. Big news. Like the big news of the day, though, folks, is it's. Friday! Yeah, it is. It is Friday today, and that means that we are going to... I don't know where there's no volume. There it again. There we go. It is Friday today, folks, and that means that we, once again, are going to delve into how we can all work diligently to protect the land that we love. And if you're fighting against something, you need to know what you're fighting against. If you're fighting against someone, you need to know who you're fighting against. You need to know who the enemies of the Republic are if you can squash them like bugs on a windshield. If you really want to get rid of all the, all the anti-American sentiments and hate and the bad actors who are trying to tear down this country that we all love so dear, if you, you need to know the, who they are. You need to name names, you need to point fingers, and you need to say, hey you, get your damn hands off my country. And we've got some bad apples in this barrel, man. We got some bad American. America is uh, what? Oh, the big American apple pie has some bad apples. That's what I was trying to say. There's some worms rolling around in that pie, and we need to cut them out right away. Not one of them is a guy by the name of Dr. Anthony Fauci. And yesterday at CPAC, Ted Cruz and J.D. Vance were asked about Dr. Anthony Fauci and how he may have been the most dangerous bureaucrat to ever serve in the United States government. Dr. Anthony Fauci put him at the top of the enemies list, folks. He's got to be held accountable. He's got to be brought to task. He's got to be punished for what he did to all of us. And hopefully the Republicans in our House of Representatives, in our Senate, in our Congress, and hopefully soon in our White House, will be man and woman and they enough to do it. Hopefully, fingers crossed. But you've got more, you got more enemies out there. Merrick Garland at the Department of Justice. Oh yeah, he may look and act and talk all innocent. Yeah, but he and his merry band of Biden stormtroopers are slowly taking away your rights one by one. And if they can't take them away, they're gonna scare you so that you don't even try to exercise.
exercise those rights. You know, fun stuff like freedom of speech and religion and the right to bear arms and the right to peacefully protest. They don't want you to have any of those rights, and they're going to work diligently to take them away. Christopher Ray of the FBI, put him up there. Put him up there along with Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and AOC and Nancy Pelosi. Because we got enemies, folks, more than you may have ever thought. We're going to put their faces on the wall. And every single day, we're going to look at them. Just like our own little wanted posters at the post office. Every single day, we're going to say wanted for treason, wanted for being a D-bag, wanted for stomping all over your rights, wanted for throwing you in prison for no apparent reason, other than the fact that they don't like your politics. That's what we're going to do. And uh, we'll remind you that these people are not only persona non grata, but you need to be on the lookout for them because they are not looking out for you. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. We had to take a quick break, man. We got a fun show ready to go here in just a minute. We're going to kick it off right after this. Stay tuned. More Mark K Show coming up. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. Incidentally, Diane Feinstein from California is in the hospital. She has shingles, which is apparently a horrible thing to get. I don't know. I guess it's weird because there's a vaccine for shingles, but I guess I guess in all the in all the rush to get multiple COVID vaccines, she forgot to get her shingles vaccine, and you know now she's now she's in the hospital. But this is this is what what's really interesting with John Fetterman out and with Dianne Feinstein out, and there's another senator who's out because he has COVID. That means there's no Democratic majority in the Senate. They can't even they couldn't pass anything if they wanted to. Uh, they couldn't pass a kidney stone at this point, which probably a lot of them have because you know. They're also they're very they're they're aged, uh, but it's it's really interesting when you when you put these people into positions of power that necessarily shouldn't be there. For example, Diane Feinstein is almost ninety. Uh, John Fetterman, I mean, we don't know what's going on with that guy, but again, he's not uh, mentally uh, in a, uh, able to do the job. Now that majority that you fought so hard for is not even is non-existent because these people can't even show up for work, which uh, you know is part of the whole part of the whole process uh, also today is employee appreciation day wait till you hear how much we're appreciated here at the marque show we'll share that with you here in just a minute don't go anywhere folks stay right where you are we're entertaining meets informative this show makes the listener feel like it's my show you make bad news sound good mark k for three hours a day love it this is the Marque Show. This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. we got uh, so much we have to get to here in just a minute. First of all, we would like to say it's Employee Appreciation Day. So if you're an employee, know that your boss uh, has to appreciate you today. But fun fact, appreciation comes in a lot of different forms. For example, I was scrolling through uh, Instagram and I saw a lot of folks were at work and their bosses got like a breakfast buffet for them or, you know, maybe they got flowers or something. Maybe they gave them, a, you know, a half day off or they did something special. Usually it was food related. There were donuts and coffee cakes mm. and things like that. And uh, here, <laughs> here at uh, the old, uh, the old uh, Cox Radio Complex, we received for uh, Employee Appreciation Day, 
I mean, you want you think that an omelet bar is special. You think that pumpkin spice donuts with free coffee is great. You think that half a day off? Uh-uh. We got a pre-recorded video message from our boss. Mm-hmm. And it was very long, all 50 seconds. Oh, you 50 holes, not even a minute. <laughs> not even a minute. Because here's the thing. He wants to let us know he appreciates us, but he doesn't want to eat up too much of our work day because we still have a lot of stuff we have yeah. to do. Uh, so that was lovely. 855-940-MARCUS. <laughs> if you got something great for uh, for bosses, if you got anything for, for Employee Appreciation Day, just know it's probably more... Uh, it's probably more than we got here. I did personally, though, go out of my way mm -hmm. to show Hannah and Jay my appreciation. He did. And I, Hannah, what did I get you for Employee Appreciation Day? You got me my favorite tea. From? From a place that we won't say. Oh, right. And Jay, what did I get you? A coffee. Yeah, there you go. So uh, you're welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Thank you for being better than literally all of our other bosses. No problem. In fact, our uh, one of our bosses took off this week. He was yeah. like, I'm not even going to be there. I appreciate you guys so much. I'm going on vacation, which I'm going to be honest with you. It was also kind of a little treat. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. All right. Let's get, uh, let's get to the good, the bad, and the ugly. It was, it was John Kennedy who stood up at CPAC yesterday and said, I do not hate anyone. I look for grace wherever I can find it. So I say this gently. The Biden administration sucks. Well, that's a good, really good way to put it. I mean, it really sums it up into, you know, the Biden administration sucks. Four words that really kind of sum up what's going on with our government under Joe Biden. And it's, again, it's the entire, it's all those B words, man. It's Joe Biden. It's Kamala Harris. It's Pete Buttigieg. It's uh, Merrick Garland, the Department of Justice Chief, the Attorney General of the United States of America, who either A, just has no clue what's going on in his department, just totally oblivious to anything that's going on with the Department of Justice, the FBI, their investigations, or their law enforcement practices, or he's just a really bad liar. He's a really bad liar. He was hauled up in front of the Senate yesterday and today, and I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a couple days. Uh, he was hauled up for questioning, and he was he was grilled about something that really there's. Basically, the big problem and the accountability factor that they're trying to hold Merrick Garland to is how Joe Biden and the Democrats have been using the FBI and the Department of Justice to not investigate actual crime and prosecute actual criminals like they you would think they would do. I mean, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the Department of Justice, you think they were would work in tandem to, you know, investigate potential federal wrongdoing and then bring those potential federal wrongdoers to justice. I mean, it's right there in the name. Investigation, Department of Justice, it's like a no-brainer. I mean, it's pretty, pretty clear and simple. It's not what happens. Joe Biden gets to office and he uses the FBI and the DOJ as his personal patrolmen and women and theys to go out and prosecute and harass and terrorize his political enemies. And it's not just Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago. I mean, we all remember Mar-a-Lago. We've got the hats and the sweatshirts and the t-shirts to prove it. We remember Mar-a-Lago, how the FBI 
were, I mean, and a lot of those agents wanted to close the book on the case. They're like, there's really nothing here. But the DOJ and the le and the FBI leaders in Washington demanded that the field agents go in there and harass the Trump attorneys and rifle through Melania's underwear drawer and try to find documents that they knew were there. They knew where they were. They'd already seen them. They already talked with Donald Trump and they had an ongoing conversation with his attorneys about what documents they wanted, what documents should be returned and what documents may or may not have been declassified by the former president president who has 100% authority to declassify the documents. So they weren't investigating anything. They weren't trying to bring someone to justice. They were trying to silence a political opponent via harassment. And it's not just Donald Trump, it's a lot of other folks too. There's a lot of people out there that the FBI and the DOJ under Merrick Garland have been just doing dirty to. And we're not just talking about the January 6th protesters who as we start seeing some of this leaked footage and Tucker Carlson is gonna release a lot more of it. As we start seeing what really happened, we may be understanding more that some of these folks who have been prosecuted and locked up and put away for long periods of time may be innocent of the crimes that the DOJ and the FBI accuse them of committing. But let's, you know, we're, let, we all know, let's, we'll wait for the tapes to come out um, so we can discuss that at, uh, at length. Let's talk a little bit, though, about the war on Catholicism. Because remember, Joe Biden and the Democrats, they don't like the Bill of Rights. The Bill of Rights to them, man, it is just, it is, it is just bad news. It is a bunch of big old speed bumps to their agenda. When you want to destroy the United States of America, when you want to become a totalitarian regime, when you want the government to have all the power and the people to have none of the power, well, that, that you know, those, those, those first 10 amendments of the Constitution really get in your way, especially the ones that say you have freedom of speech, freedom of the press, freedom of religion, freedom to peaceably protest, freedom, right to bear arms, all of those things. I mean, that's really bad news for somebody who's trying to take over the way you speak, think, act, and, uh, and dominate you in every single aspect of your life. I mean, the Founding Fathers really did a disservice to anyone on the lunatic left who's trying to crush uh, freedom and, and liberty you know, by, by granting us those, um, those rights or by guaranteeing those God-given rights in the Constitution. And the, the one in particular is the freedom of religion, which has been coming under attack in Joe Biden's war on Catholics. Now, it's weird because, remember, Joe Biden is a self-proclaimed Catholic, but again, you have to look at his actions, not his words. He didn't act like a Catholic. He believes in abortion. He promotes abortion. He helps people get abortions. And he prosecutes people who are pro Life, anti-abortionists are being antagonized, harassed, imprisoned, and terrorized at gunpoint by Joe Biden, the Department of Justice, and the FBI. And one of those is a guy named Mark Houck. You may know his story, you may not, but here is Josh Hawley from Missouri doing a really good job of recapping it uh, when he was questioning Merrick Garland the other day. This is a case where a Catholic pro-life demonstrator, father, was accused of disorderly conduct in front of an abortion center. The local prosecutor, the Philadelphia district attorney, who is a Democrat, a liberal, very progressive, declined to prosecute. There was a private suit that got dismissed. And then after all of that, your Justice Department sent between 20 and 30 armed agents in the early morning hours to the Houck's private residence to arrest this guy. After... 
he had offered to turn himself in voluntarily. Yeah. See, pro-life Catholics are bad people. They're bad for the United States of America. Why? Well, they're exercising their religious freedom, and they don't believe that women should have abortions. They believe that those unborn children should actually have the right to life liberty and the pursuit of happiness, not just liberty and the pursuit of happiness, as Kamala Harris will tell you, because she's deleted life from the Declaration of Independence. Uh, and liberty and, ha and the pursuit of happiness, they're, they're soon to follow, folks. But life is no longer one of the rights that the left thinks you should have. They believe that abortion is necessary and it's the right of the woman and it's a woman's right to choose and forget the unborn babies. They're insignificant, probably because they can't vote or pay taxes. So what do we care about them? And if you're a Catholic and you're pro-life and you go to an abortion clinic and you protest and you get into a, a verbal altercation with somebody and it goes nowhere in the Philadelphia court system, it goes nowhere in the civil suit, which gets tossed out of court, then it, there's, no, uh, there's, no other, there's no other recourse than to have the federal government step in and send 30 to 40 armed agents to a house where one man, his wife, and his seven children live. And that's exactly what happened. What's really interesting to me is this seems to directly contradict your own memorandum about the use of force at the Justice Department. You say officers may use only the force that is objectively reasonable to effectively control an incident. Are you telling me that in your opinion as attorney general, it was objectively necessary to use 20 or 30 SWAT style agents with long guns and ballistic shields for these people? Yeah. And now, again, this is one man who is not a criminal, has no criminal record, was not charged by the Philadelphia district attorney, was brought up on no charges. A civil suit was filed against him and it was thrown out of court. And if you know anything about civil suits, they throw them out of court when they're, well, frivolous and there's no there's no real evidence to uh, back up whatever the complaint is complaining about. And so the federal government says, OK, this guy that not even the liberals in Philadelphia think is doing any this guy who is Catholic pro-life probably didn't vote probably voted for trump let's be honest this guy this guy in philadelphia they're not going to arrest him at all so the the federal government believes he's such a threat that they're going to send 20 to 30 swat style agents here's what merrick garland said about the way that that uh, mark hauck arrest went down what i'm saying is that decisions about how to go about this were made on the ground by fbi agents. so you're saying you don't know i'm i'm saying what i just said which is that you're abdicating responsibility? I'm not abdicating responsibility. Then give me the answer. Is Do you think in your opinion, you are the Attorney General of the United States. Unfortunately. You are in charge of the Justice Department. And yes, sir, you are responsible. The so FBI. give me an answer. The FBI does not agree with your description. I'm not asking about the FBI. You are the Attorney General. Give me your answer. Do you think that it was objectively reasonable and they followed your guidelines in sending 20 to 30 armed agents to terrorize these people. Yes or no? The facts I have, which are those presented by the FBI, are not consistent with your description. No, they're not consistent with the description, even though there's a photo, a big old photo. They blew it up so everyone could see it, of 20 to 30 armed uh, SWAT agents with long rifles and ballistic shields because they thought, I guess, this, uh, this Catholic guy and his wife and uh, their seven kids were going to shoot at them or what? I don't know, maybe sprinkle them with holy water and that would cause them to start sizzling and burn like the Wicked Witch of the West in, uh, spo oh, spoiler alert, like the Wicked Witch of the West in The Wizard of Oz, who if you haven't seen like it. I feel like it's been out like 100 years. Oh, I'm just saying she dies at the end because <laughs> they throw water on her. Uh, I don't know if it was holy water. I think it was just a bucket of 
Why does that doesn't matter? So uh, Merrick Garland says, "Look, I know I'm the Department of Justice chief. I know I'm the Attorney General. I know I'm like underneath the president when it comes to being the number one law enforcement agent in the country. But I don't know those dudes. They they do it locally on the that's the FBI's problem. So Brett Bayer spoke with Christopher Ray." from the director of the FBI to see why that happened. Those decisions are made as they should be by the commanders on the ground in the field office who have the expertise about when to conduct operations safely and securely for the safety of everybody involved. And to my knowledge, those processes were all followed in this case. All right, so Merrick Garland says, don't talk to me, talk to the FBI. They go talk to Christopher Ray, and Christopher Ray says, don't talk to me, talk to the agents on the ground. And Brett Baer says, look, it's not even that this guy was taken away with long guns and ballistic shields, but and he wasn't even a career criminal, and he offered, by the way, to turn himself in. No, 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 he offered to turn himself in, but uh, you guys bombarded him and his family at home. It's that there's a double standard. You know, there's that for a pro-life activist, but not that for a Black Lives Matter protester who maybe torches a federal building um, over the summer. So that disparity, that dichotomy, is what sticks in people's mind. Yeah, why is it that conservatives who go to protest at the Capitol building on January 6th are hunted down across the country and thrown into prison and locked up on both? bogus claims why is it that pro-life activists are are sent to the you know are, are bombarded at home and their children terrorized by armed fbi agents why is that all happening but black lives matter protesters who torch police cars and throw bricks through windows and light buildings on fire and attack the federal courthouse which is under the jurisdiction of the fbi to investigate why are those folks just let let off scot-free i understand that people have their opinions uh, all i can tell you is that we have one standard one standard uh, which is irrespective of ideology of politics in this country it doesn't matter what you're upset about or who you're upset with you don't get to express that upset with violence and so we are agnostic as the ideology and focus on the violence. Isn't that interesting that he used the word agnostic when talking about why they're attacking Catholics? Uh, Josh Hawley wanted to make sure everybody knew that there was a distinct difference and that, that uh, Merrick Garland, whether he was acting on his own accord or probably more likely by the direction of Joe Biden and whoever's running the country at the moment, uh, that they were out there and they were using excessive force on Republicans and conservatives and Christians, force that they refused to use on Democrats and agnostics and, uh, you know, atheists. And that is the big problem. Why did the Justice Department do this? Why did you send 20 to 30 SWAT-style agents and a SWAT-style team to this guy's house when everybody else had declined to prosecute and he'd offered to turn himself in? Determinations of how to make arrests under arrest warrants are made based uh, by the tactical operators um, in the uh, district. They are not but you surely looked into it by this point, right? Yeah, yeah right. You looked at it. He sounds a lot like Cringe Jump here. Uh, I'm going to tactical. I'm going to have to refer you to the White House Counsel's Office. Look, the fact of the matter is, they didn't, they didn't want the guy to turn himself in. They didn't want him to go quietly. They didn't want him to show up at an office with his lawyer because that's not news. 
That doesn't scare other, other Catholics. That doesn't scare other Christians. That doesn't scare other pro-life advocates from, uh, from, you know, into staying home and not going. They don't like people protesting outside of abortion clinics. They don't like people exercising those First Amendment rights. And unless there's a big show of force, unless Christians and Catholics and conservatives and pro-lifers out there think that they're gonna get, they're gonna get terrorized at home by FBI agents with guns and ballistic shield, uh, ballistic vests and, and dragged away in handcuffs, if they even so much as think of holding up a sign or a cross or praying outside one of these facilities, they need to think that. And in order to think that, they've got to see that that's what happens to people like Mark Houck. 855-940-MARK is our number. Ted Cruz weighed on, on this too. We'll bring you a little bit more of that. Uh, plus more of the Mark K Show. Fake News Friday's coming up. We got some weekend review trivia, all that and more. Stay tuned. More Mark K Show next. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. Unfortunately, I never got the wrap-up sign from my executive producer during the last segment. You were on a roll. Oh. I didn't want to stop you. No, that's good. You know what? It's it's. I don't envy you your job. It's a it's a real thin line between he's on a roll. Do I shut him up and keep the show trucking along on time, or do I get yelled at for not wrapping him up and keeping the show trucking yeah. along on time? So I I don't envy you your position. Thank you. Sometimes I put you in a lose lose. Yep. I just want you to know I acknowledge that. I really appreciate that you acknowledge that. It's only because it's Employee Appreciation Day. I know. Any other day of the week, I'd be yelling at you right now. Yep. Uh, but that means look, good news, bad news. Bad news is we got to take one more quick break. The good news is, when we come back, I'll just go extra long in the next segment. <laughs> we'll do it all over again. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. I do not hate anyone. I look for grace wherever I can find it. So I say this gently. The Biden administration sucks. You know, we may start every show, we may start every hour of every show with just as a quick reminder. The Biden administration sucks. That is, uh, that is Senator John Kennedy from Louisiana at CPAC over the way. CPAC, by the way, is uh, going, it's hot and heavy, man. It's super strong. Everyone was talking about how Mike Pence, <laughs> which, which again, I feel bad for, I feel bad for Mike Pence sometimes because, you know, you say you're not going to go somewhere, you're declining an invitation, or you make a big deal about how you're not attending CPAC because of this, that, and the other. Maybe it's because of the match slap problem. Maybe it's because Donald Trump's going to be there. Maybe it's because you want to, you know, drive a wedge through the party, or you know that those people are just not, let's be honest, they're not the friendliest folks when it comes to Mike Pence. Uh, so you so you don't you don't go. You know, Ron DeSantis also said he's not going to CPAC either. I believe a big pro I believe a big the wrong decision for the Florida governor, because, again, you've got a bunch of hardcore uh, conservatives who want to put America first, who love America and who love the governor of the Florida. And, you know, whether they want him to be president now or later, they definitely at some point in time want him to be president. And I don't think you should give up the opportunity to speak to those people. Uh, also, Donald Trump is going to be there. And what you've done is you've basically cleared the stage of any other heavy hitters, which means CPAC is once again going to be the Donald Trump show. And we will uh, we will see all that tomorrow when he takes the stage in Maryland. 855-940-MARK is our number if you're trying to get through. 855-940-6275. One of the things that did happen at CPAC yesterday is, uh, is um, Ted Cruz 
and J.D. Vance, they did this thing with, uh, it was like a panel situation. They had the big comfy chairs. That's the new thing. Instead of just having someone get up there and speak, now they bring out comfy chairs and they have a panel and they interview people. It's very, it's almost like they're doing a podcast. It looks like a, it looks like you're watching a live taping of Ted Cruz's podcast. Um, but you know, they talked about, they talked about Dr. Fauci because as we pointed out at the beginning of the show, Dr. Fauci is an enemy of the state. And we used to think that he was a bureaucrat who was charged with keeping us all safe. We used to think that he was the guy that was going to help us uh, navigate the COVID epidemic, keep us safe while not destroying all of our rights and our businesses and our financial futures. And uh, for a lot of us, our, our, you know, our psychological well-being. No, we didn't think any of that. I mean, why would anyone want to do that? Uh, but that's exactly what Dr. Fauci did. And J.D. Vance and Ted Cruz were asked about this. And, and well, here's how they summed it up. Tony Fauci lied under oath. He lied to the American people. And it's not just that. He, 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 he compelled and persuaded the FBI to censor information about the pandemic as it was unfolding. Yep. He tried to shut down. He used his government power to shut down the functioning of the First Amendment so that we could not, not have an honest and open debate about where COVID came from and what to do about it. And I think it's absolutely disgraceful what Tony Fauci did. Yeah, and this is interesting because this is a this is how the Biden administration once again works their their dark magic, if you will. The Biden administration sucks. On one hand, you've got um, Merrick Garland, who's being grilled, just berated by Josh Hawley and others in um, the Cong in the Senate because of the things he did with the FBI, because of the raid on Mar-a-Lago, which a lot of FBI agents didn't even want to take part in, but the Department of Justice demanded. Why? They wanted to make they wanted to make a spectacle of Donald Trump. They wanted to make it look like Donald Trump was the treasonous bastard that they'd been trying to portray him as for the past four years. Ironically, Joe Biden, later on we found out, was, was doing the same thing that Donald Trump was. And oopsie, all of a sudden that FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago came back to bite them in the uh in the in the in the garland um and so that was the first thing but then in in addition to how you use the fbi and the overreach of the fbi and the drastic measures that the fbi takes and this this you know swat style of of overreaction like we saw with the mark Hout case you also have a second tier of that and that is not doing anything not investigating, not allowing the FBI to do their job. What Dr. Fauci did, and a lot of the ways what Merrick Garland did, was ignore laws and ignore things. Because when the FBI investigates something, it tells you what the political powers that be are most interested in. When they, when they investigate Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago in his documents, or Mark Houck in Pennsylvania, who was, I mean, not even acquitted, there was no charges brought uh, when they when they turn him into a criminal when no crimes were committed, you can see that the FBI, the DOJ, the Biden administration, they're hell-bent on stopping pro-life Christian conservatives. But when it comes to Dr. Fauci and when it comes to um, you know people who are who are you know looking into COVID and China, well, they're just not even gonna do they're not even gonna do anything. They're just going to ignore it. And that can be almost as damaging as it, what happened with Mark Houck. Here's Ted Cruz. He offered to turn himself in through counsel, but you didn't want- Sorry, that is the wrong, this is the other Ted. Here's Ted Cruz. Dr. Fauci is the most, has done more damage than any bureaucrat in the history of our nation. That's right. And was the highest paid. He, 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 he led policies that, that destroyed people's lives, that hurt tens of millions of kids across this country, that destroyed businesses, 
and he lied repeatedly over and over and over again. And they didn't investigate the COVID um, origins or the spread of COVID or anything else. Well, all they did was they would send people out again to churches to arrest them if they were getting together because the tyrannical dictators and the mayors and the governors, they all said, you've got to stay home. It's COVID. COVID. Do you not understand how deadly and terrible this is? No? All right. Well, we're shackling you up and we're throwing you, we're throwing you in jail. Now put on your mask. Another illustration of this is what happened with the Supreme Court justices and the protests outside of their homes. You know, this is a this is a situation where you have not only the leak from the Supreme Court, which they never found out who the leaker was conveniently, not only the leak for that uh, that um, uh, judgment um, that, that revoked Roe v. Wade, that overturned it and set into motion all of these protests and all of this anger about, about abortion and how the Republicans were, were taking away your right to choose and yada, yada, yada. But the other thing that happened were the pro... Pardon me, protests. <laughs> Sorry, I had to sneeze. But uh, the protests that were happening outside the Supreme Court Justice's house, which were not only dangerous, but also illegal. Guess what the DOJ did about it? Absolutely nothing. Mike Lee was on Fox News to describe that. It is a crime under 18 U.S.C. Section 1507. It is a federal criminal offense. And so, it, look, it's great that he sent U.S. Marshals over there. That's great. But they're not there to be the welcome wagon. They are there to make sure that the law is observed and that their rights and the, the safety of the justices are being protected. So why it is that none of those marshals have ever made a single arrest while, while these crimes are being committed right under their own noses right. is beyond my ability to understand. Yeah, look at that. It's amazing because this is clearly a law that's being broken. But again, the Biden administration, they don't want to arrest these people. These are their people. So they're going to ignore these laws and instead go out there and pretend that other laws exist that give them to write the right to lock up January 6 protesters and pro-life uh, protesters in Pennsylvania. These are actual laws on the books where the federal marshals have to go in and the FBI has to go in and they have to investigate and the DOJ has to make arrests. These laws, the, these people are breaking the law. They're harassing Supreme Court justices. That is an intimidation factor. They're trying to change the minds of the highest uh, ranking justices in the land. The people that decide what is and what is not constitutional, it's intimidation flat out. It's, it's illegal and it's being ignored by Joe Biden because when you're in charge of law enforcement, you get to choose which laws you uphold and which laws you don't. The Department of Justice can still track these people down. It can still prosecute them, especially given the fact that most of these people film themselves and then post the videos we can find these things out. We can discover their identity. We can prosecute them. And I guarantee you, the minute we start doing so, these protests will end. Yeah, but they don't want them to end. That's Mike Lee from Utah. He's right about a couple things there. Just like on January 6th, there is ample video footage on the TikTok, on the Insta, on the Facebook, on the FB, as the cool kids call it. Actually, that's not true. The cool kids don't use Facebook. They're all on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, but there is uh, ample footage out there from people that were proudly posting their protest. All those people that were running around yelling, keep your rosary off my ovaries <laughs> in front of Justice Kavanaugh's house. We know who they are. They can find them. Hell, they found, what, 600 and some odd individuals from January 6th based on the based on the Facebook postings and the Instagram postings and the and the videos that were posted all over based on the media coverage there's tons of media coverage of the protests outside of Kavanaugh's house and Amy Coney Barrett's house and Neil Gorsuch's house and Samuel Alito's and all the rest of them 
but they haven't done any investigating over there at the Federal Bureau of Investigation because Joe Biden loves these people. These are his people. These are his voters. These are his foot soldiers. He wouldn't throw them in. If he could, he would probably give them all medals. If he could get away with it, he would give them all cash payouts. Let's face it, he probably already has in the way of COVID relief. These are the people that he wants to inspire, not intimidate. They're never going to arrest anybody because they don't want anyone thinking that going to a Supreme Court justice's house after they've put forward an opinion that you just disagree with and harassing them and terrorizing them and chanting and taunting them and yelling obscenities through a bullhorn where their kids can listen, they don't want you to think that that's a bad thing. And if they start arresting people, they're right. People would stop. And that would be a detriment to Joe Biden's whole agenda. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. I mean, it, there are times when Joe Biden has to act. Like, for example, when that one dude flew across the country with a gun and a knife and a can of pepper spray to go kill Justice Kavanaugh, couldn't go through with it, and then turned himself in. But notice you haven't heard about that guy. Where's the hope? Where's the high-profile investigation into that dude? Where is the high-profile media circus around his arrest and his trial? I mean, that's a Supreme Court justice. You don't get any more high up the uh, the ladder of of, of uh, you know government employee than a Supreme Court justice. They're there for life, and they're the ones that say yes or no to the president of the United States when he acts out of turn. And here's a guy that flies across the country hell-bent on killing one of them, armed, ready to do it, standing outside his house at one in the morning. And there, you would think that with Kyle Rittenhouse, Kyle Rittenhouse acted in self-defense, and that trial was everywhere, man. It was everywhere. You couldn't turn on the TV or go online without seeing updates. You couldn't see it not ha uh, trending on Twitter with some kind of catchy hashtag. When he was acquitted, when he was found innocent, the view wouldn't shut up about it. They still won't. In fact, after he was found innocent, Whoopi Goldberg still called him a murderer, and now, you know, he's got a really good, he's got a really good civil case against her and a bunch of other folks. But this, uh, this guy who flew across the country to kill Brett Kavanaugh because he disagreed with his abortion decision, where, where's all the media coverage for that? It's non-existent. Because again, the Democrats in the Joe Biden administration and the Democrats in the media, they don't want you to know about that. They want you to know about the Republicans with guns who kill people while defending themselves. The Biden administration sucks. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Quick break. We got a couple of your phone calls coming up in just a minute. Also, uh, Fake News Friday, which is one of our favorite things that we're going to do. Uh, we're going to line that up here in just a minute. Give you some free stuff, a chance to win some, some cool prizes. Uh, more of your phone calls as well. And your open mic messages on the way. Don't go anywhere, folks. The Mark K Show will be right back. This is the Mark K Show. My name's Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. Thanks so much for joining us today. Folks, we're so excited that you're here. Uh, it is Friday today, and we have uh, we, we should point out once again, because there's been a lot of back and forth about this, um, we uh, are on, we're here next week, and then the week after that is, what do we call it? Spring break, I guess? Spring break. Yeah. Uh, spring break is, um, is our next big holiday, and so we'll be here next week. The week after, we will have a fill-in host and then uh, we'll be back for the long haul after that. 855-940-MARK is our number. Real quick, let's grab a couple phone calls here. Williams in Jacksonville, he's been waiting very patiently. Hi, William, how are you? Happy Friday, sir. Hey, Mark, thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. What's in your mind, William? What do you want to say? 
Hey, I was uh, watching Fox News this morning. I seen Jill Biden come on there, and she said Joe's going to be okay because she uh, reads him or tells him stories. She said Jill. She said Joe's going to be okay because she reads him stories. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Was he? Uh... Uh, that's that's all it was. And I'm thinking, uh, what do these people do? Live in some kind of fairy tale land or something? You know? <laughs> they do. It's called Washington D.C. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it was, it was like bed bedtime stories. Is that what she's talking about, or just no, she just uh, she said she just said stories. Mm. Oh, yeah. Pro probably what she does is she reads him the news so that he knows what's going on in the world. Seeing as how uh, it's probably Maybe, the only, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there is a there is a lot of question as to whether or not Joe Biden's going to run again, and that's tying into a lot of what's going on with the Republican. Uh, presidential race. Interesting thing out of California, there was a poll that came out that said Californians overwhelmingly prefer, California Republicans, I should point out, overwhelmingly prefer Ron DeSantis to Donald Trump. In fact, let me see if I can find this poll. Uh, in California, uh, Republican voters, primary voters say they choose Ron DeSantis over Trump by, it looks like 11 percentage points, I think. Yeah. Oh, he's leading Trump. Here we go. Um, a new poll shows him leading Donald Trump by eight percentage points among Republicans, 11 percentage points by some other group. But the fact of the matter is they're they're blaming that or they're attributing that to their own governor, Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom has been actually running advertisements against Ron DeSantis for a long time. He's run anti-DeSantis ads here in Florida. He's been running them in California. Gavin Newsom feels like Ron DeSantis is the most conservative, most liberty-loving, freedom-defending, America-first politician we currently have, that he's trying to uh, establish himself as the anti-DeSantis. And so I guess what he's doing by, by advertising these negative ads for DeSantis is showing all of these Republicans in California just how great a governor Ron DeSantis is. So by trying to stand out as the anti-DeSantis, he's making Republicans in California love DeSantis even more. It's an interesting byproduct. It's kind of like a de facto advertisement to Republicans uh, for the governor, who, by the way, is headed to California, I believe, as part of his book tour and do, to do some fundraising for a campaign that he has yet to launch. Ron DeSantis will be traveling to a lot of blue states to talk to a lot of Republicans uh, and get a lot of money for his presidential campaign, which, again, he has yet to launch. So uh, we'll, be, we'll be following that story as it continues. 855-940-MARK is our number. All right, coming up, ladies and gentlemen, Fake News Friday. If you think you can differentiate between the fake and the real news, you could win yourself a Mark K Show prize pack. Step one, pick up the phone and call 855-940-MARK. We'll play next. Where entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. My name's Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We really appreciate it. Uh, real quick, before we get to Fake News Friday, James has been waiting very patiently. He had a question I wanted to get to. James uh, in Dayton, Ohio. Hi, James. How are you? James? James is going to make a liar out of me. He's not even there. All right, never mind. That was anticlimactic. <laughs> That was that was so that was so anticlimactic. Eight five five nine four zero mark is our number. If you would like to uh, if you would like to play some fake news Friday today, there's another thing that happened yesterday. There was an interview with Doug Emhoff. Doug Emhoff is a guy that is often forgotten 
because he's married to Kamala Harris. Uh, but he's the second gentleman. He's famous for, well, being married to, he's the husband in the infamous I Love My Husband clip. Hey, listen, let me just, I want to, I'm going to talk about my husband for a second. My husband, I love my husband. Yeah, that's uh, Doug Emhoff she's talking about. He loves her and he also loves uh, First Lady Jill Biden, who he smooched on the lips at the State of the Union address. He was interviewed about another problem, apparently, in this country, and that is the problem of toxic masculinity, to which he replied this. There's too much of toxicity, it, it, masculine toxicity out there, and there, we've kind of confused what it means to be a man, what it means to be masculine. Now, again, I know that being the second gentleman of the United States, the very first second gentleman of the United States of America must be a high honor. But I don't know that you should. I don't know that you're going to get an unbiased opinion about masculinity from a guy who's most famous for being married to the first female vice president. It, call me crazy. Call me crazy. But if you ask that guy about that guy's been so emasculated over the last two years that I don't think he's the right person to be asking about toxic masculinity. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. You guys ready for some fake news Friday? Yeah. This just in, it's fake news Friday. Yeah. Fake news Friday, ladies and, ladies and gentlemen. That's the Hello Capter out there. You can hear it flying around. It's looking all over the city for the fake news and the real news. And we're going to get the headlines of both. And we're going to see if whoever's on the phone can tell the difference between the two. Let's meet our contestants, shall we? We shall. Patty is in Alabama. What's up, Pally? Patty? How are you? Oh, I'm great. I'm I'm so happy to be talking to you, Mark. You don't know how funny you are. You oh. really don't. Oh, Patty, well, I, I appreciate it. I have I a pretty, like I got a pretty good idea, but, uh, you know, why don't you, you can go ahead and tell oh. me anyway. I love that. Uh, Patty, thank oh, you. Oh, you're great. Thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate you joining. We do appreciate those kind words. Tell us a little bit about yourself today, Patty. Well, I'm 55 years old. I live in Alabama, and I work at a plant that makes um, military gear, sleeping bags, and tents. Oh, things wow. like that for the military. Oh, that's fantastic. That's great. Yeah, they need all the sleeping bags and tents. That's really, that's keeping our uh, keeping our men and women in uniform safe and comfy uh, while they're fighting for our freedoms. Thank you for doing that. Curtis is in Jacksonville. You're going to be playing against him. Hey, Curtis, how you doing? Hey, great, Mark. How y'all doing today? We're doing fantastic, Curtis. Thanks so much for joining us. You ready for some fake news Friday? I think I am. Perfect. Tell us a little bit about yourself before we get started here. Well, I'm a 68-year-old retired white guy. Living the dream in Jacksonville, Florida. I mean, that's, aren't we all? Well, I mean, we're not all retired, but we're all living. Yeah. All right. Very good. That's so good. <laughs> all right. Uh, Patty, Curtis, like I said, one by one, I'm going to read you a headline. Your sole job is to tell me if that headline is real news or if that headline is fake news. And if it's real news uh, and you say it's real news, you get a point. If it's fake news and you say it's fake news, you get a point. Whoever has the most points at the end of the game will win a Mark K Show prize pack and kick it into that Mark K Show prize pack this week, a top secret document notepad, the very same notepad that is available for sale right now at topsecretnotepad.com. Are there any questions before we begin? Well, no, but I would like to say I hope I'm not like the Joe Biden administration and suck at this game. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> the Biden administration sucks. Yeah. Uh, here we go, Patty. We're gonna. I'm sure you're gonna do great. I, I've, I have the utmost confidence in you. Here's your first headline, Patty. Listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or fake news. Okay. AOC, AOC joins call to ban TikTok after her last challenge video failed to get more than a million likes. Hmm. 
AOC joins oh, the call boy. to ban TikTok after her last challenge video failed to get more than 1 million likes. Is that real news or is that fake news? Well, I don't know. I'm going to say real. You're going to say that's real that news? sounds like her. She's like, yeah, oh sounds my like God. something she would do. I twerked my big, fat, juicy booty on TikTok for 60 seconds and nobody <laughs> liked it. We should definitely ban that app. That's what you think happened. I think so. That's actually fake news. I'm sorry about that. Oh, okay. oh that fake news. She would never call on a ban for TikTok. Are you kidding me? Then none of her voters will be able to find out what the hell she's doing on the weekend. Uh, that's okay. That was just the first one. There's still plenty of time left. Uh, there's still plenty of time left. Curtis, here's your first headline. Tell us if this is real news or fake news, okay? Here we, here we go. Chicago mayoral candidates claim Lori Lightfoot committed voter fraud because she received more than zero votes. <laughs> Chicago mayoral candidates claim Lori Lightfoot committed voter fraud because she received more than zero votes. Is that real news or is that fake news? You're going to have to go with fake news on that one, Mark. You think that's fake news? Yes. Sir. I mean, we were, we were all a little shocked that she got third place even, but yeah, that is fake news. Huh? You are fake news. Nicely done, Curtis. Yeah, you got yourself uh, you got yourself a point. All right, Patty, here we go. You ready to you can you know, get on the board with this one. Are you ready? Uh, yes. Here we go. Listen carefully. Ford. Ford introducing a new feature where your car can repossess itself and drive away if you miss the payments. Ford. Oh. is introducing a new feature where your car could repossess itself and drive away if you miss the payments. Is that real news or is that fake news? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> nothing would surprise me, but I'm going to say fake. <clears throat> nothing would surprise you except for that. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that is real news. That is real news. Oh, my gosh. I do suck at this game. <laughs> no, you do not. You do not. <laughs> not at all. No, yeah, see, that's... Fridays are the only day I can call in because I'm, I'm at work the rest of the week. So this is the only game I can play. Oh, well, that's a listen. It's still it's still anyone. It's going to get easier. I promise. Yeah, the Ford company has this new because, you know, they're self-driving cars and self-parking cars and the Teslas can they, you can fall asleep at the wheel and they'll just drive you around. Yeah. So now Ford is uh, introducing a new thing where if you miss your payments instead of sending like a repo man uh like joe to go get your car your car just starts up and drives back to the factory and uh <laughs> you have no no say in the matter all right uh curtis back to you are you ready i am here we go curtis tell us if this is real news or if this is fake news republicans in florida introduce a new bill that would eliminate the florida democrat party <laughs> Republicans in Florida introduce a new bill that would eliminate the Florida Democrat Party. That's fake news, Mark. That is real news, Curtis. <laughs> that is real. No, I mean, it's Florida, dude. Anything's possible. The Florida Democratic Party would not exist if a new Senate bill is passed and signed into law. Spring Hill Republican Senator Blaze Igigoglia. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, in Gagolia. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people support it. It's called uh, the Ultimate Cancel Act. It does not mention the Democrat Party by name, but it would, however, uh, it would, however, eliminate um, anything registered as having no part. Wait, it would. Hold on, I missed the thing. It would redirect the Florida Division of Elections to immediately cancel the filings of a political party to include its registration, approved status, yada yada yada. Um, 
yeah, and so on and so forth because of its ties to slavery and involuntary servitude. So, all right, Patty, you, you can tie it up right here. Are you ready? Patty? Me? Yeah. Yes, I'm here. No, okay, good, yeah. Here we go. You can tie it up with this one. Listen carefully, okay? Okay. Here we go. Confused Joe Biden says if Putin acts up, he won't hesitate to drop F-bombs on Russia. <laughs> I'm going to say that fake. You're saying that's fake. Confused Joe Biden says if Putin acts out, I won't hesitate to drop F-bombs on Russia. You think that's fake news? I do. That is fake news. Nicely done. Oh, that fake news. What, H-bombs? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, you know what I meant. F, you know, the thing. Yeah, I'll drop it. Yeah, uh, the thing. Yeah, there you go. All right. Uh, <laughs> it is tied up one-to-one. -one. Curtis, are you ready? I am. Listen carefully. Tell us if this is real news or fake news. CPAC tickets sell out in minutes after Mike Pence announces he won't be attending CPAC. <laughs> <laughs> CPAC tickets sell out in minutes after Mike Pence announces he won't be attending CPAC. Is that real news or is that fake news? Fake news. Fake news. That is fake news. Nicely done, Bravo. Oh, that fake news. I mean, he, well, he won't be attending CPAC, but I think that's just one of the many reasons why. <laughs> why uh, All right, you got yourself another point. Nicely done, Patty. Uh, here we go. Listen carefully. Tell us if this is real news or if this is fake news. Okay. Ron DeSantis' new book, The Courage to be Free, immediately banned from Florida schools under Ron DeSantis' education measures. Hmm. Ron DeSantis' new book, The Courage to be Free, has been immediately banned from Florida schools under Ron DeSantis' new education measures. Is that real news or is that fake news? Oh, wow. Um, real? That is fake news. That is fake ah. news. Yeah, they, uh, they'll allow that book because, well, you know, it's not critical race theory oh. or anything. Uh, overtly sexual. Okay. I don't think it's overtly sexual. I'm supposed to get my copy today. I'll read it over the weekend and let you know if there's any overt sexual <laughs> yeah. or CRT stuff in his book. Oh. I'm guessing no, though. Uh, Curtis, back to you, my friend. Are you ready? I am. Listen carefully. Tell us if this is real news or fake news. Retired wrestler Ric Flair to be the face of cannabis products for erectile dysfunction. <laughs> <laughs> Former wrestler Ric Flair to be the face of cannabis products for erectile dysfunction. Is that real news or is that fake news? That sounds like real news to me. You sound like it's where you feel like Ric Flair's got problems in that department. <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Not since I started taking these weed pills. The Nature Boy's back. Ric Flair, I'm back in action. Oh, I'm going to throw the hammer down on you all night long. Um, Yikes. Oh, my gosh. That is uh, the turnbuckle fly off the third row. Right into the mat. Uh, that is, well, you said that was real news, right? Yes. Yeah, that is, oh, God, I got do you think it's uh, the little green pill now? I'm the, <laughs> yeah, the little green pill. <laughs> I'm the nature boy, Ric Flair. I can, I can go all night. Thanks. Oh, it's Mike Tyson, by the way, his company, his weed yeah. company. Uh, the Mike Tyson weed company, Weed and Snacks, now has a brand new, <laughs> now has a brand new erectile dysfunction product, 
and uh, Ric Flair is going to be the spokesperson. I'm not a huge expert on weed, but I thought it did the opposite. I thought it relaxed you. I didn't know that it could actually aid in that kind of, and I guess, I don't know. I don't know. What was the name of that company? Weed and Snacks. Weed and Snacks, isn't that it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> For when right. you get the munchies. Yeah, that's, that's right. You or got weed those, and whack. You got, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Patty. <laughs> For that free oh Patty, gosh. you don't know how funny you are. Let me just tell you. Uh, all right, here we go. Let's go back to you, Patty. Here's your next one. Listen carefully. Tell us if this, tell us if this is real news or fake news. Here we go. After his wife flees the country, John Fetterman tells doctors he's suddenly feeling a lot better. Fake news. After his wife flees the country. John Fetterman tells doctors, suddenly I'm feeling a lot better. You think that is fake news? I do. Yeah, he still feels horrible, that guy. That's right. Fake news. You are fake news. You got yourself a point. All right, Curtis, are you ready? Yes, sir. Right, here we go. Listen carefully. Here's your headline. Tell us if this is real news or fake news. Man regrets transitioning to woman after seeing the line for the ladies' room. That'll do it. <laughs> Man regrets transitioning to woman after seeing the line for the ladies' room. Is that real news or is that fake news? That's fake news, Mark. You think that's fake news? I mean, those lines get pretty long, I'll tell you that. Unless you're Joe Rogan, then. Yeah, yeah that's true, unless it's a Joe Rogan concert, in which case Hannah's the only woman in the audience. <laughs> that, is, uh, that is fake news. Oh, that fake news. Oh, my God. I wish I could pee standing up again. Look at that line. <laughs> well, what was I thinking? Oh, no. Uh, I'll tell you what. That's uh, that's all we have time for today, which means Curtis with a score of four to two. Congratulations. You are our big winner today. Great job as well, and we appreciate you listening and, and uh, calling in. Try, call back next Friday because, uh, you know, if you get through, we'll let you play again. Curtis, you hang tight. We're going to hook you up with a Mark Show prize pack. We're going to hook you up with some top secret document notepads. You can get some for yourself, by the way, right now at topsecretnotepad.com. Quick break. More Mark Show is coming up right after this. Mark is our number 855-940-6275. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. Man, we're so excited that you're here. We're so excited that it's Friday, too. I know a lot of people get really excited uh, when it's Friday, and we're talking about, we've got one more week before spring break, and we're all talking about our spring break plans, where we're going, what we're doing. Hannah's going to swim with sharks or something like that. Or, no, you're going on a cruise. That was right, her first time. Yeah. She sent out this email, and she said, uh, hi, everybody. It's Hannah Guile, the executive producer of The Mark Show, and here's what we're doing when we're away. By the way, and this always cracks me up when people say, I will be on vacation and I will have no access to cell service or email, so don't even try to get in touch with me. That's not what I said. Yeah, but that's basically, that's the I meaning. I said little like, to no internet. Little to no internet, yeah, which always makes me wonder, where are these people going that they have access to little or no internet? But the uh, but it's always the same. It's always we're going on a cruise. Yeah. Because for whatever reason, cruise should, like you can talk to people at the space station internationally in orbit. And uh, but you can't give read somebody whether they're on a cruise ship. I don't know. It's the weirdest thing ever. My father went on a cruise once. He had a medical emergency, and I get this phone call from like the captain of the ship, and he's like, and my, I could barely hear make anything out. I'm like, what if there were a legitimate emergency? Right. You know, like he was fine in the end. They brought him back. But I was like, what if there were a legitimate emergency? 
And you weren't able to actually get in touch with anybody because you were, oh, I don't know, a thousand miles out at sea. Yeah. It's really, really bad. Are you sure you want to go out there and be yeah. out of touch? I'm really excited. Really? Yes. You're not going to be able to go on Instagram and post like photos and stuff. I know. All right. I'm just It'll saying. be fine. Do you think you can do it? Do you think yeah. you can take you do you think you can disconnect from your cell phone for that long a time period? The only thing I'm concerned about yeah. is not being able to fall asleep with a show playing. Oh, because you won't have your Bob's burgers That's playing. Right. That's right. On the you know <laughs> You know what? I think there's enough on the cruise ship maybe to keep you occupied or keep you entertained. There's like uh, I think they have a isn't isn't it like what do you call it when it's uh, all inclusive? Yeah. So you can just go get a couple more drinks till you pass out. Oh, lovely. I Sounds wonderful. Or you, then you won't have to worry about Bob's Burgers playing on your on your phone. How do you fall asleep to Bob's Burgers? I, don't, I just know it so well. It's comforting. One of the most annoying things in the entire world. What? 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. We got to take a quick break, folks. When we come back, uh, we have this new story on Oklahoma, and we have a lot of listeners in Oklahoma that I wanted to share with you how Elon Musk has turned it into maybe the next big thing. That's on the way. Don't go anywhere. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. Thanks so much for joining us. This is the Mark K Show. We appreciate it. Special a PSA from our good buddy, John Kennedy. The Biden administration sucks. <laughs> uh, before the break, we were talking about our, our spring break, which is not next week. We got a whole week, and then we're off for a week. And uh, one thing, you know, it's so funny, because one thing I do, and I do this every time I go on vacation with my family, and they hate it, and I love it. It's one of those dad things that I do. But uh, I always, the first thing we do whenever we go somewhere is I will buy a hat from that place, and then I tell them, you know, it's because I don't want to look like a tourist. I want to fit in. The irony is the exact opposite is true, right? A thousand percent. So, for example, we went to London a few years ago, and it was in late October. It was cold. Yeah. And as soon as we got off the plane, they had, uh, like, those two, or like, what do you call it? Like, the what do you, the hat, winter hat. What do you call it? The, um, oh, the kind that cover your ears and then fold like up a, the Like a winter hat. What's it called? It's called a... A beanie. A beanie, yeah. Thank oh, you. is that what you're talking about? Yeah, like the beanie okay. hats. And it, it was the, the Union Jack, the British flag. So I bought one, and I put it on, and they were more like, what are you doing? I go, I want to fit in. And now everyone's going to think I'm from the UK. They're not going to think I'm an American tourist. Mm. And they're not going to pickpocket me, that kind of thing. And they're like, no, you look like an American tourist. No <laughs> one else would wear a Union Jack hat. Uh, last year, we went to Georgetown in Washington, D.C., and I bought a Georgetown hat. Right. And I, <laughs> and I wore it around. They're like, what are you doing? And I go, oh, I want to look like... Like I'm like I live here. Like I'm part of the uh, environment. You know, you go downtown to D.C. You buy the FBI or the CIA hats, whatever. So <laughs> this, uh, so we're going to Boston, which we've never been to. Okay. And I told them I'm going to buy one of those three corner Patriot hats, like Paul Revere no, wore. No, you're not. And I go, I'm going to wear that around so that everyone will think I'm from Boston. And they look <laughs> at me and they go, You do know people in Boston don't still wear those hats. And I was like, Yeah, they do if they're if they're actually from there. <laughs> It's like you know, it's like when people go to to Texas or 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 uh, Tennessee or Oklahoma, and they they wear a cowboy hat and cowboy boots. Yeah, right. It's the same thing. You want to fit in. You want to look like you belong, and uh, and you think, oh, and that's what. And if you get off the plane in Dallas, you see a lot of those cowboy hats because that's what you know. That's what it's still it's still a thing. Speaking of Oklahoma, by the way, 
Oklahoma could be the next big thing. There's a big article, uh, uh, D-N-Y-U-Z. Um, Oklahoma wants to be the next Texas. I don't know if that's true, but uh, Elon Musk was looking for a new factory. He was looking for a new Tesla factory. He was looking at uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and he was looking at Austin, Texas. And the way this works is the uh, cities put in bids and they they say, here's what we'll give you in, in you know, land grants. Here's what we'll give you in tax breaks. Here's the kind of factories we can offer. Here's how we're going to help you out. We want to bring the business to our city and our state, yada, yada, yada. And uh, Elon Musk was, uh, was in there. He was in Oklahoma. He was searching out sites. He was looking around Tulsa. And he was, I think it came down to thus just those two cities. Now, in the end, Tulsa didn't get the factory. Austin did. But it put all eyes of the world on Tulsa and on Oklahoma because Oklahoma has a lot going for it. Um, it has a lot going for it as far as being a, a pleasant place for people to go and do business. Um, basically what they've been doing in, uh, you, we, I think we reported on this a while ago, Tulsa used to offer people $10,000 to move there and remote work and people would take them up on it and realize that, wow, you've got the small town feel, but it's kind of like a big city. You've got lots of room. There's not that many people. Crime is low. Apartments are so cheap, like 800 bucks for a two bedroom apartment in downtown Tulsa. And the businesses and the nightlife and the safety and the fact that it's a very conservative state with a great governor who's keeping it conservative, uh, you know, there's, there's tax breaks and that kind of thing, is showing that Oklahoma is one of those red states that is benefiting from the bad policies of blue states. Californians are leaving in droves. They're going to Nevada because Nevada has no sales tax. It looks kind of like California. Vegas is right down the road, so they can catch a Garth Brooks show or the Jonas Brothers or, I don't know, Britney Spears or whoever else. And they don't have to worry about getting murdered every time they go shopping with their kids. So Nevada is a huge draw. California is losing billions of dollars to Nevada every single year. Meanwhile, their ridiculous governor keeps claiming that, that, that California is the best place to do business. Uh, New York, Texas has long been a landing site. Austin has become bluer and bluer because of all the Californians that are relocating there. Nashville in Tennessee, another red state, is a bastion of, uh, of transplants from California. In fact, um, Ben Shapiro in the Daily Wire, who used to be in L.A., moved their entire organization, everybody, every employee, every building, every podcast, every piece of whatever they do to Nashville, Tennessee, because Tennessee is a much friendlier place for conservatives and capitalists. And of course, here in the state of Florida, I mean, forget about it. We have, we've just, and you can't go to, every time I leave the building, they're breaking ground on some new apartment complex, on some new warehouse, because another business is making their way to the Sunshine State, thanks again to the policies of our governor, uh, Ron DeSantis, uh, who still has not yet been booked on our show. So when you look around and you see what's going on with these red states and these blue states, it's really fascinating how many people continue to move and how the red states in, a, in what is a competitive mindset are really taking advantage of it. The fact that Oklahoma is now actively out there trying to grab people and bring them into their state along with the population, along with the money, is important for a couple of reasons. Because as we've learned here in Florida and as they learned in Texas, the more people that you get, the more power you have in government. The more people you have in your state, the more power you have in government. Because the census is what dictates 
how many representatives each state gets in the House of Representatives. For example, because so many people fled the blue state of New York for the red state of Florida, in the last census, Florida lost a representative and two electoral votes. Guess who picked them up? Your friends here in Florida. We now have 30 electoral votes. We got another uh, set, we got another representative. And the interesting thing about that is whenever you get a new representative, you get to redraw the districts. And because we have a conservative governor and a conservative Senate, we were able to redraw districts that were not gerrymandered to help Democrats. They were more natural looking districts. You didn't have, for example, we had a district here that a guy named Al Lawson was in, uh, in charge of. He was the elected representative. And the district was maybe about a half a mile wide, a half a mile wide, but like nine to 12 miles long. So it looked like, I mean, it looked like a pencil right through the middle of Florida because they tried to gerrymander it to get a Democrat majority instead of just drawing, you know, boxes in a geographical center, which was uh, the way it is now. So there's a huge benefit to drawing people out of blue states and into red states. And Oklahoma is starting to realize that. In Miami, the mayor of Miami has been actively campaigning to get Silicon Valley companies to leave California, to leave San Francisco, because A, poop on the streets, and B, Miami, I mean, if you haven't been there lately, it is safe, it is clean, it is bustling, it's a metropolitan center, they have a huge airport, they've got a football team, they've got boats, they've got Pitbull, they've got everything you could possibly want. And they're conservative. You've got a lot of conservatives, Latino conservatives, a black conservatives, white conservatives, all Florida conservatives that are starting to slowly take over in the Miami area. And they see that woke goes broke. And they see that liberalism is kind of bad. And they see that conservative ideals and principles and Christian values and capitalism are really, really good, not just for the state and the city, but for individuals. And that's why the political landscape changes as the, as the uh, businesses are drawn to red states. So in doing so, Oklahoma and Texas and Tennessee and Florida and all these other states that are drawing these people away from blue states, they're doing something really good, not just financially, but politically. They're going to get more power in the end. They're going to send more Republicans to Congress. And they're going to take away power from the blue states. Now, the downside to this, of course, is something that we're starting to see in elections across the country is the more Republicans you suck out of these blue states, if you turn on, if you turn on the, uh, if you turn on the uh, Dyson and, you know, get all the Republicans to just come out of California and come down from New York, well, you leave fewer and fewer Republicans in New York and California. And those states still have a lot of electoral votes. And basically what you're doing is you're making those blue states even bluer. You're making them even harder for Republicans to ever have a chance of winning. We saw this with Lee Zeldin running for governor against Kathy Hochul in the state of New York. Lee Zeldin had a great campaign. He had a lot of support. He was polling really well. Nobody liked Kathy Hochul. Kathy Hochul was the demon seed. Oh, people hated her. She was the face of she was the face of COVID lockdowns. And she's the one that said, if you don't believe in this, then you just get out of get out of here. Go down to Florida. You're not a New Yorker at all. You don't hold our values. One of the most divisive governors to ever run for anything. But a lot of Republicans had already left. They'd already gone. They'd already come down here to Naples and to Orlando and to Tampa and right here in Jacksonville. And so Lee Zeldin had an uphill climb because while Republicans that were there supported him, 
there were fewer and fewer of them left there to push him over the edge. Uh, so it's going to be really interesting to see what happens in 2024, because in 2024, you're going to have even more of this happening. You're going to have even more red states drawing folks from blue states. And that could potentially pose a political problem for some Republicans. For example, if you look at Wisconsin and Michigan and Pennsylvania, those were three states that Donald Trump won in 2016. Those were three states that, quote unquote, Joe Biden won in 2020. And if you draw even more conservatives out of those three states, it could turn them blue for good. And that would make it a lot harder for any Republican to become president in 2024 and beyond. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Carol is in Oklahoma. How you doing, Carol? Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. What's going on? Oh, I'm awesome. I love Oklahoma. I oh. love living here. Oh, yeah. No, it's a fantastic place. Fantastic place. Uh, what do you want to say today? What's on your mind? Well, I was thinking, why don't we have a CPAC meeting of all media, conservative media, like talk show hosts and television uh, hosts and everything, with the Congress and or the Senate? and get our all heads together, I think you'd have more momentum. Have a, have a CPAC conference with, with talk show hosts. And television. And television, people. yeah. And, and do what? And just talk about stuff? And just enforce each other's uh, strengths. Oh, I see, yeah. Yeah, like kind of come to, to make sure everyone's kind of on the same page. That's kind of yeah. what here and you you bring up a great point. That is kind of what CPAC is like. Uh, CPAC is where conservatives, voters and, you know, Republicans from all over the country come together and they listen to conservative speakers like Ted Cruz and like Donald Trump and J.D. Vance and a bunch of others. And they kind of come together with similar ideals and, and they go to these they go to these uh, they have like focus groups and what do you call it? like um, call out sessions. In fact, Jimmy Kimmel, <laughs> he, had, he actually had a he actually had kind of a, a funny uh, bit. He was reading some of the some of the CPAC panels that were being held this year uh, in Maryland. Listen to this. They've got some great panels lined up this year. These are not real. We didn't make these up. These are joke, not joke. People pay to go see uh, panels like "No Chinese Balloons Above Tennessee," <laughs> "Sacking the Woke Playbook," "Parents with Pitchforks." I saw. Parents from Pitchforks at Coachella last year. Really good band. Yeah. By the way, and that's all true. Those are some of the panels you can go see. There's uh, no no uh, Chinese spy balloons over Tennessee. That was with Marsha Blackburn, the senator there. Um, their parents with Pitchforks is talking about you know how parents are taking back the uh, you know the power in the school system and that kind of thing. And as he was joking about them, I was thinking to myself, man. That's definitely something I, I really wish I'd gone. Sacking the woke playbook, that, the playbook, that's true. Caging the red dragon about China, uh, that's something else. Uh, oh, some tough mother. That was, uh, that was yesterday at 2.05 in the Potomac Ballroom. Sandy Rios, host of Sandy Rios 24-7. Um, they were talking about, uh, I think, Moms for America. So they called it some tough mother, which was... Uh, anyway, so there's a lot of fun stuff going on at CPAC now. Um you know, this week. And, and that is something that they do strive toward. They don't, I don't know that they have a media section per se. And I don't know that they put all the talk show hosts in a room together. I will say this, 
when you put a lot of talk show hosts in the room together, there's just a lot of talk and, and very little listening. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Listen, we got to take another quick break. We'll get some more of your phone calls here in just a minute. Don't go anywhere, folks. The Mark K Show continues right after this. Okay, show. My name's Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Thanks so much for everyone uh, who's listening. And thanks to everyone who's watching us. Uh, watching us on, uh, we're on the Twitch. We're on the, uh, we're on the Facebook still for a little while. <laughs> we're on Getter. We're on Rumble. Rumble gets a little, uh, it gets a little salty every now and then. Of all the different platforms, and they all have their own little personalities. Uh, Rumble's definitely, you don't, you can't have a thin skin. Uh, you can't have a thin skin. Our buddy Karen apparently popped up on Rumble the other day. And uh, she was getting a little, she got a little hot and heavy with some of the folks there. But, oh look! <laughs> I guess maybe she must be watching right now. Hi, Karen. How are you? What's going on? I'm so sorry that Karen used foul language on Rumble. Well, you know, Karen oh. has the right to to her opinion because she has the freedom of speech. Mm, that is true. According to the Fifth Amendment, Wait, the maybe fifth y'all should look into that. <laughs> Karen has the freedom of speech, and she can say penis oh, or yikes. anything she wants to. <laughs> but I'll, I guess on Rumble, she'll learn how to control her mouth, like your viewers do. Okay, all right. No, listen. By the way, it's not. I, I don't think it's the Fifth Amendment. The Fifth, the fifth Amendment. It's, it's different than the first. I think you're thinking of the First Amendment. But also, it's Rumble, so you don't really have freedom of speech at all. We could we could silence you or cancel you, or they could shut down your account for any reason. Well, the freedom of speech, you know, is, uh, is doesn't, uh, you know, we all know social media doesn't give a rat's patootie about the First Amendment or the or the Fifth. 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. Hard to believe, folks, but we've come to that time of the week. It's time for Week in Review Trivia. If you would like to play to win, give us a buzz right now. 855-940-MARK. 855-940-MARK. We'll do it next. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. BT Dubs. Sorry, Keith. Uh, speaking of Elon Musk moments ago, do you remember back in November when they uh, put on sale the burnt hair cologne? It was a bottle of perfume or cologne or whatever, and it smelled like burnt hair. Yeah, I do. And I was like, oh, I kind of want to I want to get a bottle of that because then I can smell like burnt hair. It'll go along with me not having any hair. <laughs> you just nared your hair. And I could just tell everybody, yeah, I was in this horrible accident. Can You, you can probably smell it. And they're like, oh, yeah, it smells like burnt hair. Uh, so I ordered a bottle. Right. And that was what, November? It was October, November. It was a long time ago. And it never came. It never came. And then we got an email saying it'll be there first quarter, whatever, yada, yada. And then I wrote to them. I go, where is my bottle of burnt hair? I mean, how long does it take to, to make something that yeah. smells like burnt hair? I mean, you sold it to me months ago. And they, I finally got an email. May of 2023 is when That's they're shipping. That's not first quarter, is it? I mean, I don't think that. That's second quarter. Yeah. Right? Because we're in, we're, March is the end of third quarter, first quarter. Uh -huh. April begins the second quarter, and there and it's halfway through. So, I don't know. I guess he's all into the space stuff, or Twitter took some of his time. He's not able to bottle the burnt hair, but... Uh, maybe it's the trucks he was working on. Maybe. Yeah, maybe they would. <laughs> anyway, I'll tell you this, though. I When we uh, when we started shipping the... Um, or when we started uh, coming up with the top-secret document notepads, you know, these things, as soon as we got the idea, we started printing them as quickly as possible, and we told people, you know, three to four weeks for delivery right. of the first batch, and people were writing me after two weeks going, hey, where's my notepad? I go, three to four weeks. 
is what, I mean, we just got the idea right. and we're getting them as fast as possible. So just know this, that if you're, you won't, I mean, we have plenty now that we're stocked. The warehouse is full. We have thousands of these ready to go. So if you'd like one, it'll ship within a day or two. Uh, go to topsecretnotepad.com and get yours today. Joe Biden, top secret document notepads. But just know this, um, I've been waiting six months <laughs> for my bottle of burnt hair. So <laughs> You'll, we'll get you your notepads way before then. 855-940-MARK is our number. You guys ready for some weekend review trivia? Yeah. All right, do we have some contestants on the line? We do. Okay, good, perfect. <laughs> all, we need is, all we need is a little bit of theme music, and uh, we'll, be, uh, we'll be good to get. Here's how this game works. This is a game that we came up with because a lot of people listen to the show every day yeah. for three hours a day, and we wanted to be able to reward those people and say thank you. We appreciate you uh, donating and dedicating all that time to being part of our Catriot Radio Network and part of the Mark K Show. So, you know, some of the games you can just figure out using common sense. Some of them you can Google the answers, but this is a game the only way you can win it is if you listen to the show these aren't news questions not trivia questions the way you would think this is stuff that only happened during the week and is ungoogleable don lemon cannot report on any of this stuff because it's not on the internet uh you got to listen to the show to win it so uh we're gonna get a couple contestants on the line here and see how well they've been listening all week long carol how are you carol thanks so much for calling the mark K show I'm good, except I'm kind of gagging from the smell of burnt hair. <laughs> You're get yeah. Well, I don't don't gag yet because I don't have it. I don't have it. So um, anyway, uh, but I'll let you know when I do, so that you can uh, you can uh, avert your nose. Uh, Carol, you're going to be playing against Randy today. Randy, how goes it, buddy? Oh, not too bad, man. Oh, good. Can I get, good. Oh, that's fantastic news. I guess Carol, Randy, my first question for both of you is: Have you both been listening to the show all week long? I have, um, I, I listen every week. I'm retired and I love your show. Oh, well, that's fantastic. That's great. You got a lot of time in here. How about you, Carol? I listen. I might have been some, and some of my brain may have been tuned out. But yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> but it's been tuned on. All right, listen, our brains are tuned out for a lot of the show, too, so don't even worry about that. Uh, we're going to give you some multiple choice answers, and that may help. That may jog your memory a little bit um, if you did miss part of it. And, uh, and like I said, whoever has the most points at the end of the game wins. Unless, of course, you both run the table. If you both get all five of your questions right, then we're going to reward you both with a Mark K Show prize pack. And we are going to throw in some top secret document notepads. How cool is that? Oh, that's really Yeah, cool. I want the notepads. Yeah, no, I know. Everybody, <laughs> everybody does. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, Carol, you get the first question today. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. I showed up to work on Monday morning with several scratches up and down my arms. How did I injure myself over the weekend? A, trying to catch my neighbor's cat. B, cutting chicken wire the wrong way. Or C, reaching into the vacuum cleaner to grab a sock that got stuck up inside there. Cutting that chicken wire the wrong way. And it snapped right back on me and scratched up my arms. That is correct, yeah. But uh, I will say this, it's working like a charm. Good. Dogs ain't digging under that fence anymore. Carol, congratulations. You got yourself a point. Incidentally, I've done all of those things. Mm -hmm. Chased my neighbor's cat and also mm -hmm. their sock got sucked up in the in the van. Anyway, all right. Uh, Randy, here we go. Ready for your first one. Yep. Hannah yep. gave us a 30-second movie review of a movie that she went to go see over the weekend. What movie was it? A, Cocaine Bear. B, Jesus Revolution, or C, 
Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Oh, my goodness. I'm just going to have to take a guess on that one. I must have stepped out of the room or something. No, it uh, happens. It happens, yeah. Um, I'll say B. B, Jesus Revolution. Yes. Sounds like something Hannah would go to, right? Seeing as how she's all into Jesus. And so does Puss in Boots. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I plan to go see it yeah. with my mom. It was, uh, it was actually Cocaine Bear. <laughs> oh. Yeah, she gave it a gave it a good rate. What'd you give it a nine point five? I did. It was really good. Nine point five grams is what she gave that movie, so that was good. <laughs> the bear had much more than that. Though. Oh, was it? Yeah, significantly All right. <laughs> more. That's what we're in. So, just the first question. Still plenty of time to come back and win this thing. Carol, are you ready for your next question? I'm ready, but uh, I want to go see Jesus Revolution with with Hannah because I'm going next week. Oh yay! No one wants to see yeah. Cocaine Bear, huh? Because I would. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty murderous bear, I'm not going to lie. My kids want to see Jesus Revolution, too. And I'm like, I'll tell you what, I'll take you to see Jesus Revolution if you come with me to say Cocaine Bear. And they're like, what kind of a father are you? Yeah, what's happening? <laughs> like, all right, fine. Uh, all right, uh, here we go, Carol. Here's your next question. Listen carefully. I was invited to appear as a special guest on a live taping of a national television show this week. What show was it? A, The View... B, <laughs> she's laughing at me. B, yeah. Gutfeld, or C, Fox and Friends. Well, my gosh, I may have kind of dozed off then. Um, I, I'm gonna say, oh, I'm gonna say Gutfeld. You're gonna say Gutfeld? I know that. I know that one. Oh, right. <laughs> It was, uh, it was, it was not Gutfeld. It was actually Fox and Friends. Yeah. Our buddy Brian Kilmeade, he was filming right down the road at the, at the, um, Metro Diner. He invited me on the show and he called me. Florida radio host, one of the premier talents in this region, Mark K of W. Yeah. Uh, pre premier radio host, a uh, premier talent, pardon me, uh, Mark K. Anyway, that's okay. That was a tough one. That was a tough one. Randy, you can tie it up with this one. Are you ready? Oh. All right, here we go, Randy. Let's see how you do. At the end of my segment with Brian Kilmeade on Fox and Friends at the Metro Diner in Ponte Vedra Beach, I did something hilarious <laughs> that in the end sparked a lot of controversy. What did I do? A, wink and blow a kiss to Brian Kilmeade. <laughs> B, gargle with maple syrup. Or C, Eat a piece of sausage off of a random lady's plate. Well, that that, that would be C, that sausage patty. Said it was good, too. It was delicious, <laughs> man. It sure was. Sausage. Yeah, but sausage gate, the people are calling it. They think uh, sausage. Anyway, uh, all right, that's good. All right, it's all, listen, it's all tied up, man. We got us a horse race for sure. Carol, next question. Are you ready? Yeah, I wanted sausage cake, though. But anyway. Hannah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry about that. Uh, Hannah. Hi. Uh, no, hi. Here, hello. <laughs> Hannah went to Universal Studios this past weekend, but all of her favorite rides were closed. So in order to pass the time, she did something else that was totally crazy and out of character. What did she do? A got drunk on butterbeer and threw up in the sorting hat. <laughs> B, got a tattoo of a giant sun on her back. Or C, 
she got her belly button pierced with a Harry Potter wand piercing. She did be. She got a tattoo. Henna tattoo. Thank you. Sunshine. Yeah, yeah, a henna tattoo. Henna tattoo. Henna. Henna. <laughs> is it still there, by the way, or is it all gone? No, it's still there. It's still there. How much longer is it going to be there? Uh, it says it lasts a week to two weeks. All so. right, there you go. There we go. Three more days. Carol, good job. Yeah, she got that big old tattoo on her back of the sun. Uh, she got drunk on butterbeer, but she didn't throw it. I did not. No, I don't think butterbeer is even alcoholic. It's not. No, that's a bummer. <laughs> a bummer. All right, uh, Randy, here we go. You can tie it up with this one. Are you ready? I'm ready. I wrote and performed a fantastic new song this week. That is rocketing up the iTunes charts. What is that song called? A, the Joe Biden blues. B, Joe Biden got me crying. Or C, four more beers instead of four more years. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be A, the Joe Biden blues. The Joe Biden blues is correct. Yeah. That is right. Very nice and done. We played that several times, and we may even play it again before we leave. Before we leave, uh, Carol, here we go. What instrument did I use while recording my new? I got a brand new instrument. I was really excited. I used it to record my new song, "The Joe Biden Blues." Was it a a jaw harp? B a three string cigar box guitar, or C a banjo made from an old spam can? <laughs> The banjo that smelled like cigarettes, B. The three-string cigar box guitar. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is correct. It is Yay. the three-string cigar box guitar. The banjo made from an old spam can, by the way, they call that a spam joe. And that that's might, a real thing. That's going to be my next yeah. purchase, I think. Yeah? Yeah, I'm going to get a spam. You don't know you're not into the spam joe? I love spam. Yeah? And I love banjos, so why not? Why not? Yeah, we should try it. Uh, it doesn't come with the spam, though. Yeah. The spam's already been eaten. Boo. All right, uh, Carol, you got yourself another point. Here we go, Randy. It's three to two. Back to you. Listen carefully. Who won Ultimate Trivia? I'm sorry, American Trivia Warrior this week? Was it A, me, B, J, or C, Alex Murdoch? <laughs> well, what? I believe that was A, and it and it took two days to do it, right? Uh, we we ended up in a tie. We came back the next day with three tie-breaking questions. I got two of those three right, and you're right. I was the victor. Uh, a three-week run now I've had with the American Trivia Warrior Trophy. Nice job, Randy. You two also got a point. Um, all right, Carol. Here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. When Hannah's husband. Needs a break from all the talking that Hannah does. Like all the talking. So much talking. It's like talking incessantly. Okay. Uh, when Hannah's husband needs a break from all the talking that Hannah does, what does he hate? What does she what does he say to her? A. Shh, no more talking. B. Shut up, B-word. <laughs> or or C, your mouth must be as tired as my ears. <laughs> I'm going to have to guess at this one, unfortunately, but I'm going to say C. C, your mouth must, must uh -huh. be as tired as my ears. Uh -huh. That is incorrect. It's uh, it's it's B. Okay. Shut up, B word. No, it's not. Oh, no. Well, I'm sorry. What is it? It's A. Oh, shh. No more talking. That's shh, what it was. No more talking. Yeah, so I'm sorry. No points awarded there. Randy, all right, here's the deal, buddy. 
We've got uh, three points for Carol, three points for you. There's one question left. If you get this one right, you win. Are you ready? I, I hope so. All right, listen carefully. Hannah has a new hobby that she really enjoys. Talking. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay, that's on you. <laughs> it's pottery. Uh, she made three little pots, and a woman called in and wanted to purchase one of the green pots that she made. Um, so we talked her into making a donation to Kay's Kids. How much of a donation did she make to buy pot from Hannah? <laughs> a, $25, B, $50, or C, $100? C, $100. Which is expensive for pot, I think, right? What's pot go for those days? It's a pot, not pot. Well, whatever. Uh, $100 is correct, which means, Randy, congratulations. You are our uh, Weekend Review Trivia winner today. Nicely done. Congratulations, Randy. Yay, Randy, you got yourself a marcation. Well, ah, Carol, you did a great job, too. Don't be, uh, yeah, don't be too down. Yeah, Randy, hang tight. We're going to hook you up with a marcation prize pack. We're going to kick in a couple of those, well, one of those Joe Biden top secret document notepads. If you would like a top secret document notepad, or many top secret document notepads, go to topsecretnotepad.com. Quick break. We will be right back. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. Real quick, one more time, by request, before we leave. Here we go. Went down to the gas station because I ran out of gas. Tried to fill my tank, but I didn't have enough cash. Called up my banker on my cellular phone. Said I need some gasoline. I'm gonna have to take a loan. He said, I can't help you. And to make matters worse, the price to fill your tank is even more than your car's worth. And I said, thanks, Joe Biden. Yeah, thanks, Joe Biden. Looks like I'm walking instead of riding Thanks to old Joe Biden Ran out of eggs, so I went down to the stove Walked back to the dairy case, but they didn't have no more I said to the manager, you think you're gonna get some more in? He said, not as long as the president's name is Joe Biden I walked back home, got a text message from my cousin. He said, I can sell you eggs for only 50 bucks a dozen. And I said, thanks, Joe Biden. Thanks, Joe Biden. Yeah, thanks, Joe Biden. Thanks, Joe Biden. Well, I got no eggs for frying. Thanks to old Joe Biden. The Biden administration sucks. Ohio breathing in toxic gas fumes Every time I leave my house I'm being watched by big balloons Everything's expensive My paycheck is a joke Our border's non-existent And our military's woke The country is imploding Nobody even cares And the guy in charge Can't even walk up a flight of stairs And I said, thanks Joe Biden The Biden administration sucks Declining. Thanks.
to old Joe Biden. The Biden administration sucks. Yeah, I think that was the uh, remix featuring Senator John Kennedy from Louisiana. Listen, we got to get out of here. Have a great weekend, everybody. That song is available on iTunes, Spotify. If you want to see the official music video world premiere, tune into the Mark K Show on Newsmax tomorrow at 7 p.m. or go to our Locals page right now, markk.locals.com. We will be back Monday at noon with an all-new edition of the Mark K Show, 11 Central. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.